And we are live. That's live for us anyways. And you're locked in to the Kansas City Social Hour. And I'm your humble host, Ruben Ortiz. Let's get it on. Knock, knock, let the devil in. Manevolent as I've ever been. Head is spinning. This medicine screaming. Dick, 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 medicine. It dick, dick, like a solid ball. Let your Allen Poe bedridden. Should have been dead a long time ago. Liquid Tylenol, gelatin, sneak my skeletons melting. Wicked, I get all high when I think I smell the scent of elephant. Manure, hell, I'm in Kahlua, screw it to hell with it. I went through hell with accelerants and blew up my, my, myself again. Volkswagen, tailspin, bucket matches my pale skin. Marwin went from Hellman's and being real thin, flaffin'. Scribble Jam, Rebel Olympics, 97, Freak Nick, how can I be down, mean? Bazaar in Florida, Bruce Room slept on the Florida Motel then. Dr. Dre said, hell yeah, and I got a stamp like a postcard, word the mailman. And I know they're gonna hate, but I don't care, I barely can wait to hit him with the snare and the bass square and the face this fucking world. Better prepare to get laced because they're gonna taste my venom. I got that What's up, Kansas City? This is Ruben Ortiz. I'm sitting here burning the midnight oil as usual. Late night over here, man. Just kicking it. This podcast is with Touring Taps, the guys from Touring Taps. What's up, guys? You guys did a really cool podcast, man. I loved hanging out with you guys. I look forward to it. I hope you had a kick-ass first Friday. I think the rain let up enough to allow you guys to get some good sales. So kudos to you guys. I hope you guys kicked ass. I'm on BTKC right now, Beer Tasting KC on Facebook. You guys should join that group. It's a wonderful group, and this is testament to it because I just tried to troll them. There's always these posts, these posts of like people kind of bragging about where they're going to. Hey, man, headed over to Seattle. Let me know of all the cool bottle shops and tap houses I need to visit. <laughs> you know, it's like there's a ton of these messages. Headed over to Denver on my way to Phoenix. And so I was just fucking around and I, I did this post where I said I was headed over to blah, blah, blah. Tell me all the can't miss breweries, tap houses, and bottle shops I could visit. And then I put a little image that said must see in Iceland. Well, the joke is fucking on me because I thought the humor was pretty evident in that I was trolling motherfuckers like... Quit posting this fucking, on my way to visit buttfuck, tell me where the fuck I'm supposed to go. You know, it's like, do some fucking research, man. You know, and I guess that is, that could be considered research. So, like again, the joke's on me because now I got all these fucking advice on shit that I should be doing. The best bars and craft beer, the guide to Iceland, somebody sends me. And somebody else sends me this restaurant that I should check out. Somebody tells me I should check out this liquor, this liquor called the Black Death. And I'm not going to try to pronounce the name, but it's like some shit I should drink. Brenivin. I just tried anyway. And so I post this picture of the Airbnb I'm supposedly staying at. And it's like this hut that looks like a hobbit house. <laughs> and then I'm getting all these compliments from people telling me that Iceland is on their bucket list and that um, they're happy for me to visit. <sighs> Goodness gracious. I was fucking around, people. 
But you know what? The joke's on me because there's actually some legit advice here. And I feel like I should be visiting Iceland. Patrick Mahomes has the world on fire. Kansas City Chiefs fans looking at the new Messiah. And this guy just fucking got the city on fire. And now it's looking like it's spreading to the rest of the nation. Mahomes fever. I'm pulling for this cat, man. I have reservations. I mean, this is Kansas City. And uh, we were 5-0 and last year. But... There's a lot to be optimistic about, and I hope this motherfucker goes up to New England and puts an L on Tom Brady. It's a tall order, but that's what makes it all the more better, baby. Chilling with the guys this weekend. Khabib put a beating on my man McGregor, if you guys follow the UFC. That was ugly. You know, McGregor was acting kind of weird. He looked like he was on some kind of weird coke trip. And when you get $80 million, he made he made $80 million, something like $80 million, fucking lot of money. You know, it's close to $80 million, if not $80 million, on his fight with Mayweather. And this last fight against Khabib, he made like $3 million. And that's a fucking major drop-off, you know? How do you get yourself motivated? After you dropped $80 million, you, like, you fucking pulled the magic trick on the fucking world, and you made $80 million and you have to turn around and fight this dude way harder, way tougher for $3 million. And it was a recipe for disaster. My man got his ass whooped. But we drank some Popper 12. I got to kick it with the homies. Ended up being a good time. If you are a McGregor fan, your boy got his ass kicked, man. There ain't nothing else to say about it. I also recorded a podcast with John Strata. I was drunk as fuck. I feel so bad because... Uh, the interview got postponed a little bit and I got caught up sipping whiskey before the interview. And I think it fucking shows in the interview. The The best part of it is that John Strata was dead sober and he spoke way more than I did. But there was times that I was a little belligerent and uh, that's, it's a bummer, man. But I think the interview ended up being really cool. There's some good information there for you. The John Strata interview, John Strata, former chief former tight end of the Chiefs. He was a Chief back in the 70s, and he had some good perspective on old-school Kansas City. And without anything further, let's get into the podcast. Catch you on the flip side. I know. Hey, Where's what's up, camera? everybody? What's, we are live. That's live for us anyways, and uh, we're over here trying to get situated in this small space. I got four pretty big dudes. <laughs> we're all uh, having a couple of beers, just uh, chilling. I'm here with Touring Taps, guys, so... It's exciting to um, finally get a chance to talk to you guys. I had this on the schedule for, you know, quite a bit uh, already. So I'm just going to start off by letting you guys introduce yourselves. Uh, just, you know, tell everybody who you are and what you do with Touring Taps. I'll, I'll start. That's fine. Uh, or not. Is, Fuck it. I'll just do this shit you know, myself. Hey, dude. Hey, check it out. Nah. <laughs> uh, my name is Matt, um, and ask them. I run the show. Uh, just kidding, I don't. Uh, my name is Matt. Uh, we, Adam and I uh, had this idea a couple years ago, and we kind of uh, brought these Corey and Josh on board uh, to help us write the shit. Not, not even write the shit, but uh, create kind of this idea of uh, building, building a business and building, being um, a middleman for, for the local craft breweries and stuff. So this is our conduit for that. Um, so, I'm Matt. I'm Josh. 
Matt, I'm, Josh. I'm the talker. Josh is the big talker. Yes. I'm Adam. Uh, probably head and tinker. Hold the mic just, just a little closer. Right on, man. Okay. Yeah, I just uh, tinker with everybody, everything, work with the vans a little bit. I think at this point everybody everybody kind of does a little bit of everything. We're such in our infancy that we kind of dabble in a little bit of everything. But I, I mostly work in the operations and uh, just figuring out how to make a, a one-ton van pour beer off the side. And this guy's my neighbor, and this is how I, I found these guys because I, I kept – I'm a beer guy. I keep going by, and I see their their the touring taps van out front, and that shit has, like – it's like the classic uh, Banquet Coors uh, logo on it, and there's some taps on there. I'm like, I, I, I go, wow, I wonder what's going on. I go, he's he probably works for a distributor. I go, that's a pretty old-school truck, though, man. Uh, so then, uh, then I, I start seeing you guys pop up on social media – so kudos to you guys because, you know, uh, that that's huge right now. Everybody, obviously, everybody needs to be on social media. But for, you know, me to see you guys on my block and then to have you guys then connect the dots with the social media and I'm able to follow that trail and figure out what you guys are doing is pretty cool. So, and something just blew up. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it's something, all right. Uh, smoke, I guess. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. I think it's, it sounded like a bulb, right? Like a bulb blew? I blew a well, bulb, I'm man. Glad, I'm glad you like the, the van because there's a couple old neighbors that don't really, couple old oh. folks that don't really care for the, you know, the, the retro that, Coors van and beer pouring out of the side of it. They're, it's, all, it's all fun, but I've, had, I've been hassled a couple times. But, yeah. Well, I have one neighbor that absolutely loves it, and he, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it's just uh, it's just similar to me. It's no different than having like your AB Matra or if you that's your job, right? Like yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. but yeah, um, our neighborhood is maturing and turning over slowly. So I'm yep. starting to see a lot of newer faces there. I've been there for like twelve years now, man. So I, which shocked me. Like somebody asked, "How long have you guys been here?" I was like. Oh, and my wife told me, I was like, holy shit, man, we've already been here for 12 years. But, you know, those neighborhoods start turning over. You start seeing younger folks come in and some of the older folks uh, selling their places and stuff. So they're not used to seeing the Coors Banquet truck right. in front. Yeah. Although I loved it. I was like, sweet. Day one, I think that was the first I'm going to harass this beer, dude. Yeah, but yeah, before but the moving truck, we backed the, the Coors van in. And I'm sure they're like, oh, God, <laughs> who's moving in next door? <laughs> well, and for, for every one of those, uh, there's always the people that are like, holy shit, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> And uh, I even took some pictures. I'll be posting my selfies with the uh, the uh, touring taps van. One of them, because now you guys got two. The new one. And the I ambassador. And I let uh, you introduce yourself. Yeah, so. definitely named. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm Corey, and I'm the only one that's not related to these guys. So we got uh, <laughs> brothers and a cousin, and I'm a neighbor. So a neighbor that liked the van. <laughs> it's, touring Taps is a family operation, uh, except for you, man. You're the odd man out. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. I'm, I'm we needed mediator. a way to, to break up the family. <laughs> we needed to break up the family a little bit. We couldn't go all family. So, like, quick elevator speech, because some folks don't know what the fuck we're talking about right now. Uh, what is Touring Taps? Who who could give me the elevator speech on what Touring Taps is? Bar, do it. bar on uh, wheels. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, that, that's whole, yeah. Go ahead. No, yeah. Now it, we uh, it started as a uh, as uh, a van we used for parties, and then it turned into a, a piece of rental equipment. And got our liquor license in the spring for Kansas City, Missouri, and we are a, a catering only tavern license. So uh, if you have an event, we can come sell to the general public. Yeah. Yep. So I, offering, I mean the the 
thing that we really, in what started the whole concept of this, was to be a representation of, for mostly craft beer. I mean, we, we'll put some domestics on, but um, it started with my wedding, and I was trying to find a way to serve multiple craft beers. Uh, and, and a lot of the craft beers are only kegged because they're smaller breweries and they, they don't can. So if you want to if you want to offer a lot of beer, you know, a caterer is going to bring in something that's bottled because it's easier. And we've even, even been told by caterers that they just don't like dealing with cakes because they're heavy and they're a pain in the ass. And so, um, you know, I, I assume there had to be a way, a better way to deal with kegs. And by dealing with kegs, being able to bring these local breweries to an event. So, And that's, that's fucking awesome because that's always what how – I mean, a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times how a great idea starts, right? It's like you noticing some shit that's bugging you like, oh, man, I really wish I could have this craft beer at my wedding. You get into the logistics of it and you're like, ah, there's an opportunity right there. Like people don't like moving these this heavy shit. I could do that. Plus, I might have a little bit of fun, you know, introducing people to this whole craft beer scene. So your picture, you got to picture a bar on wheels, right? It's this uh, with. Oddly enough, uh, do you guys get a lot of times people saying, "Oh, I had that idea." You know, it's like you know, uh, the, uh, really, you'd you know? be surprised. Actually, yeah. we we kind of thought you know this was we were behind the curve a little bit, um, but come to find out, we're we're kind of blazing a bit of a trail. Not only uh, in in Kansas City, but also you know we've we've talked to we're from uh, you know Southeast Kansas and and people. Down there, you know, even even the people down there are like, holy shit, this is this is really cool. I wish I would have thought about it. I wish, yes, the, I wish. And that, that's it's like I'm squeezable more, sour cream, right? That's why you know, I'm like, more why didn't I think to, of that? Yeah, that's where I'm more meant to to along the lines of is I wasn't saying like everyone's. It's like one of those ideas that you see and you go, yeah, like why why the fuck didn't I not think of that? Right? It's like uh, the locos taco the the loco taco the Dorito. <laughs> like why why the fuck did that take so long for somebody to snap to that? Right? It, it seems like the obvious stoner fucking. You, you mix a Dorito with one of the the Taco Bell tacos, man. Like, with and they sold probably like a bazillion of those fucking things, right? Yeah. Uh, we, so I'm thinking some beer. stoner or some beer drinker out there thought, I I could, I could have thought of a, a a bar on wheels, man. I think for every person that said, I, I wish I would have thought of that, we've had people saying, how is that legal? Yeah, feel, there's a lot of people like, and I got that you question. Can't do too. that? Yeah, I mean it's and it, it took a while and a lot of due diligence and a lot of time, especially from Josh and Adam, uh, digging through the the legalities of it, talking to regulated industries and the city. And and once I think once we explained to them very clearly exactly what we wanted to do, it was smooth sailing after that. But there was, took, a, there was a lot of questions. It took several phone calls because as soon as you said anything of beer or mobile or on wheels, they would just stop you <laughs> mid-sentence and say, nope, you can't do it. Because that is the one thing that we have had uh, – We've had the state tell us, the city tell us, and other people that people have tried to. Uh, they want to be the ice cream man, which would be a dream of ours. Yeah. To, like, and that was one of my yeah. that was one, one, one of my favorite and... stories is when we one of us called and they're like, "Well, you, you can't just be like an ice cream truck and, and roll up to a neighborhood and offer a beer." <laughs> they, they said they have no less than forty people a month call and want to do something like that. That's so the thing that that separates it more is fuck. I almost like took took out the whole table just then. Uh, is it's it's event related? Is that the difference? Is that what you're talking about? Because like an ice cream truck just shows up wherever through your neighborhood, and I mean you guys don't do that. No, can't unfortunately. do that. Unfortunately, we have to pull permits. Josh. Like even if I called you guys, you guys couldn't like. No, we could. Yeah, we could. I mean, yeah. oh, okay. The, the individual big thing is order. It, it being on private property, um, or being not even necessarily on private property. It's it's. 
our the way our license works is that we have to have the landowner's permission that we're on. So that's the big thing. So even even festivals that we've done, you know, working with the city and getting the city to say, yeah, that's our land. We're okay with you selling beer. And that's still only in Missouri right now, right? Correct. So we, yeah. we sorry, Kansas. Again, Kansas we're super coming. strict, yeah, bro. It's coming. Oh, nice. So what is the difference? between Missouri and Kansas and like why are you operating in Missouri right now and Dude. why are you not operating in Kansas is that Dude. a loaded yeah. question? Yeah. the biggest thing yeah Johnson County has a 30% uh, food requirement so every every dollar we make 30 cents has to come from food in Johnson County and I don't think well, people would pay for our, our cooking yeah <laughs> not mine for sure yeah. um, so most of our business that we would do in Kansas is in Johnson County so um, but but there's there's uh, other things that we can do to uh, to work around that. So, and uh, yeah, that whole idea of of putting a percentage of what, like, how would you even manage that? Like, you know what I mean? It, it seems like a huge pain in the ass, right? Like, well, we got to be sure that this amount of our sales is that. I mean, um, I'm probably preaching to the people I, are like, look, yeah, look, we fucking know, yeah, bro. Look, dude, check this out. I'm good at stating we the obvious. This guy, if we didn't have this guy, that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Honestly, like, he writes the ship, and he is the one who makes sure that a a, B, and C are in order. He may not talk a lot, but he is he's really good. I, I just guess. <laughs> no, and I like it because you guys look like you have like a really uh, good team dynamic going. You know what I mean? Like, and, it, and, and it seems that like uh, you all kind of uh, aware of what your role is. You know what I mean? Because as, as I've asked questions, you know, you guys are kind of like passing the baton. And so, I mean, it, it's kind of evident that you guys have a unique uh, team. Di- and that's got to be a huge percentage of having a successful business because um, the partnerships and shit, it, it, yeah. it's different. I mean, it's like hey, managing look, dude, a band it, or man, something. It's not, it is. It is. And it's not without its, look, we have egos. We're four dudes. We have egos. We have our own ideas, the way that we want things to work. And it's not all fucking cupcakes and roses, man. It never will be. But it also, like, we also have, we share the vision of where we want to take this and what we really want to bring to Kansas city and how we want to be. Um, but, but I think the thing that kind of sets us apart is that, you know, brothers known him forever, cousin known him forever. Corey, I've known him forever too, even though he's not, he's not blood, but we all work well together. Um, we all work well independently. Um, not only as a team, but we also have different team dynamics that we bring. Uh, you know, it, it just, it, it, it just works, you know, it, it, it kind of fell out where, we didn't really know when we started what the roles were going to be, um, but it kind of just, honestly, it was over time. It just kind of, it kind of happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's fucking awesome, man. And uh, so you, you talked a little, when you said that, that vision. So, you know, um, big picture, like best case scenario, you know, and I always like to throw that out there. Like, so when I'm asking somebody to do that, like best case fucking scenario, dream vision, what's this shit look like? Who's up? Touring taps in every city across the country. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> World domination. Well, I don't have to do shit. I just <laughs> press a button and the fleet exactly. goes out. <laughs> right. There, I mean, there's there's so many ways to go with the idea. And I think that's what we, when we initially started, we didn't really know what the niche would be. We just kind of, we, this was a cool idea. We just kind of started playing with it. Um, I mean, we're still trying to figure out like exactly what, what yeah. fits. But I think what we all pretty much agree on is the fact that when you go to a festival or when you go do anything, uh, you know, just like I mentioned with private parties, the easiest thing to bring to those type of events is, you know, Bud Light and Miller Light and maybe, you know, Mike's Hard Lemonade or, you know, just, just things that are easier. So um, being able to do 
events all over the country, I mean, ideally, and to not have, not have the restrictions placed on events because of, you know, loyalties to distributors or different breweries or things like that. I mean, we, we represent nobody. We represent, we're like a bar. We're going to sell whatever, whatever moves. And so that, I think having, that's where being the middleman works because any, any of those big events are sponsored by somebody. There's a, there's an interest somewhere and there's a money interest that somebody's pushing their beer because they're putting their name on the side of it. Yeah. And I, and I think the, the, the important follow-up to that is we sell whatever moves, but we also, it's it's more about giving, uh, even if you know maybe your your favorite beer is uh, maybe it's Buffalo Sweat from Tallgrass and they're going away and that's what you like to drink. R.I.P. Uh, let, that's what you like to drink. But guess what? We'll go. We've got twelve taps. So and we haven't really talked about the vans. We'll get into that a little bit later on. But our, our second van has twelve taps. So we always have. We always really try to try to have something that if you don't like this, tell us what you like. And we're, we're savvy enough between the four of us or our bartenders are savvy enough that they can help you and direct you towards something that you might like. And I'm not kidding. 90% of the time, we're going to find something that they're like, holy shit, this is my new favorite. You know, where can I find this or where do I get it? Um, I, and I love that whole concept of uh, turning on that uh, middle of the road beer drinker onto some craft shit and onto some local craft shit. I know you guys promote heavy He's got on his stockyards cap. You guys have done stuff with Crane. You talked about tall grass. I saw eight bit on the tr- truck on tap right See, now a, too. That's so our last keg <laughs> might be the last keg in a game. That's, that's gold right now, man. I know, right? It's going for a premium. <laughs> so why don't you talk a little bit about you know? It's awesome because you guys are at the point now where you you can. It's hard to appreciate when you're in the moment, like to to see how far you've come. You know, but some of those initial moments, right, like where you just had that – if you guys could talk a little bit about, you know, the inception of the idea, how you guys started, you know, what were some of the hiccups in the roads that you guys didn't foresee? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll jump in. Any That's advice fine. for people I, that have way, doing I, I that kind of shit? I mean, we could have stories where, I mean, last <laughs> well, year basically it, all Give me one. The entire, the entire last year was a story. I, if you don't <laughs> take the mic away from me, I will keep it all night. I'd love okay. to talk. So, um, No, I, I think the I think the I where we started was – um, you know, Adam touched a little bit on his wedding, um, and I, I, being a kind of a serial entrepreneur, that's what I like to do is ideas. And so I called him one day and I say, "Man, I, I got it. We're gonna do we're gonna do a dehydration station. We're gonna go to festivals. We're gonna have IV bags. We're gonna hire nurses. We're gonna roll up and just rehydrate people. Like that's all <laughs> that's we're gonna awesome. do, right?" <laughs> And he, Adam's a, a by the way, it's all side hustle for us. So this is all this is all side job for every all four of us. And Adam, uh, he basically said, "You're fucking high," uh, and he, he's like, "Which you were, right?" Same, <laughs> I, I, hey. Which is weird because in that same breath, I said, "But I got a good idea for you." And I think right. I was like in between patients, and I was like, "I'll call you back in two seconds." And I called him back in between a patient. And I was like, "But we should try this." Um, yeah, and so then we started putting our pen to paper, and we were and like, it got expensive. Holy quick. shit, yeah. it got expensive real quick. Um, and I, and by expensive, I mean orders of magnitude of what we were thinking, like. 30, 40, 50 K. Uh, cause the original idea was a, a trailer. You know, we're going to do a trailer. We're going to taps and we're going to roll up and drop it, set it, forget it, whatever. And so we, we shelved it. Adam and I were like, you know what? That that's okay. We'll, we'll pinch our pennies. Um, and we'll figure it out on down the road. And then two months later, uh, it wasn't even two months, man. It was like, it was seriously, it was like three, four weeks. This fucking guy calls me. He's like, Hey dude, you're never going to guess what I see. Uh, I'm going to send this to you as a Facebook link to the Coors van, which if you haven't seen it, go check out social media, the Coors van, uh, which became our, our all red, our number one. 
Um, and he had found this thing on Facebook Marketplace for, uh, like, was it $1,200? Well, he had a list yeah. for 1200 And he just happened to be right down, the, right down the street from my house. And I said, I'm going to go check it out. And I was like, there's no way the thing even starts. For $1,200, it probably doesn't run. Probably missing a, you know, missing a transmission or something. So my wife and I drove down and started it up and fired the thing right up. Drove it around. The guy was just using it to run to Home Depot. And his wife was like, I'm tired of looking at it. Get it out of here. Dude, put 26 <laughs> miles on the his thing. His wife yeah, didn't years. like it. He, no. he put 26 in a year, miles in a year. on the thing. Yeah. She, year. Put 20, yeah. you know, she didn't like it. She should see it now. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about that van, too, is there's a, on Instagram, it's like OG Coors. OG, OG underscore Coors. Coors, yeah. And it's just like it, a group of people that post like old Coors memorabilia that they find or something like that. And the... Our van literally popped up in the feed one of their. No. My, wife, my wife's yeah, cousin yeah. saw it and tagged yeah. me. Yeah, just out of, just yeah. out of ran, and it's parked in the guy's driveway that we bought it from. So I well, no and, and it there was another one that came up last week that was uh, it was actually in Wichita. They, the same van in Wichita because I mean it's a, it's an '86. 200, we think 200 and some odd. The odometer only goes up to 100,000 miles, right. so we don't know <laughs> so how many times it's turned over. Gas gauge right. doesn't work. So, so Adam, Adam and Danica, they, they got in the, in the van. They drove it down to my house and, and cause he's like, Hey man, we're going to do this. And I was at a birthday party, run home real quick. And my wife's literally jumping up and down in the, in the driveway, like, holy shit. And so we asked her, we're like, you know, we can get the guy down to a thousand. What do you think? And, uh, yeah, and Danica too, and and I think Michelle. They, I think their exact words were, "You guys have spent a thousand dollars on dumber shit, <laughs> <laughs> like like Royals postseason tickets and just spent sure. thousands right. of dollars." Not yeah. that that's a when you put it that way, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, for sure. And so and so then, but then as as the as it became very very real over the next you know day or so, we're like, you know what, we can't do this without Josh, and if we don't if we do this with Josh, we got to go get Corey too. So we we brought these guys on and. Um, I mean, and that was like the next day, and um, I, I actually, I think, I think I pulled it into Corey's driveway and said, "I'm buying this, you in, uh, you and know, I, something." And I like said, that. "And I said, if you don't buy it, I will." <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and um, so, yeah, the part of what's fascinating to me about what you just said is, a lot of times people want to have all their fucking ducks in order, right? So you, you talked about not having, you know, that business plan like totally, and then it was just an idea, and then you kind of got the. The cart before the horse, is that the right phrase? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you, literally, yeah. right? You got the fucking van before you had, you know, and then, uh, but, and I think, you know, a business manual or something might say you're foolish in that way, but when you have momentum, you have an idea and, and you got a team and you're excited, why not take that fucking risk? Like you yeah. said, you know, you've spent a thousand dollars on dumber shit, you know what I mean? And, uh, so I think it's awesome. It's a good lesson for anyone who's on the sideline, you know, of just trying shit, right? Just getting out there, trying some shit, and then see see where the let the cards fall where they may. And who, who's the who's the engineering guy? Who's the one that Frankenstein that shit? Adam, Matt So now you have this fucking truck. Matt I, I get done at the clinic and I spend the rest of my time in the back of the van. <laughs> Just uh, MacGyver and yeah. shit. The, the best thing that, we're best not thing sure that we, what he does back there. Right. But he's doing something <laughs> in the back of the van. Best best thing that we engineered when we when we first put the van together, we uh, we just had a keyser in the back. That a lot of people, you know, you can put a little thermostat override in it, and we were, you know, sliding this big six six foot freezer out and hoisting kegs up and you know, damn near killing ourselves to do it. And I was literally laying in bed one night and I was like, "There's got to be a better way." So I just started like looking up hoists and I was like, "There's you know," and of course it and. Our lives could have been made so much easier if we just, you know, wanted to just drop a ton of coin on this thing. We, we tried to do it as 
you know, as, as out of pocket as we could, but, you know, there's costs involved no matter what. And so I was trying to find a good, a good solution for us. And so I went and bought a deer hoist and it just had a manual crank on it. So I That's put a deer hoist. Okay. Yeah. I thought, yeah. it, was fucking, I thought yeah. it was an engine. No, you need to go check. Again, it, again, I said, if we don't use it, I'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> go check the, it, go onto our social media and find the video because it, I've seen the video. It's freaking awesome. Like it, and yeah. so I put an electro battery. I was fascinated. And the I whole think, thing, so you winch it up, and the thing spins yeah. around and drops, drops down. I thought, and it, was like one, I thought it was a fucking years. engine winch. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, yeah. we no, installed deer, that later. It's a deer hoist. Yeah, so, well, uh, originally, because originally it was a hand crank, right? I mean, yeah, it was a hand, a hand crank. crank. It was a hand crank. Yeah. We, we, we had some guns going, because it was uh, kegs that yeah. took a while. Yeah. It, it, dude, it was and, – and, and for people that don't know, like, when we talk about I a keezer, a keezer, a keezer is, a, is a giant chest freezer that – oh, we forgot about the, the, the freezer that we bought off of Craigslist that smelled like dead bodies. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's the thing that we had. But the we were pulling – it's coffin freezer. That's what we call it. And we pulled this thing out and to get half barrels, because half barrels are 100 – 160, 170 pounds to get them into there. It was, it was two people on a ladder killing themselves. And then this, this whole thing came to pass and it made our lives easier for about two months. So, yeah, dude, this is a fucking badass story. It's basically, um, it just goes to show that, um, if you're willing to do the work, you know, and, and willing even just to, not know every just stumble through it you know what i mean, it, uh, well, I mean you're gonna end up with a good result and it's it, it, it's funny but like a lot of people wouldn't even uh attempt that shit that and that's that's what i'm trying to was, get through people it was well, it ended was, up in my clinic because he hurt his back yeah. so it's either <laughs> treating all these I mean, idiots for free or actually figure something out for it you're we not gonna it, have I, all the fucking answers yeah. right i it, called it an accidental business for the first several months that we did it yeah. i still call it that, because yeah. we didn't mean to we didn't set out to, to yeah. do well, this i think we you know, were just we were we were talking before the podcast. We were just we bought the van. We thought it was badass. We took it to a birthday party for for a kid for a two year old. Yeah, and then they, <laughs> every, all the adults there just gravitated towards the van. They're like, "This is so awesome." So then we're like, "Yeah, yeah, it is." And then we took it to another party, and the same thing happened. And then eventually, people started getting in our head. You guys should do. You, you well, they wanted to rent it. Yeah. 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 And it was like, well, we got to protect ourselves. Form an LLC, get some insurance, rent it out. We realized the rental model, which we had until we had the liquor license in March. Yeah, March. Yeah, March. Juice wasn't worth the squeeze, man. Like, it was a ton of work and wasn't a lot of money. Uh, it was a lot of fun, but it, we just were, you know, just spinning our wheels. So, we're like, well, let's just see if literally we can. literally just see if we snowballed can get on us. Yeah. yeah. So. And that's, that's a common thread for a lot of great stories is that uh, folks just – had an idea they 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 went out and they, and they did some stuff to try to to make that happen that's one of the things that i, w- I want to try to get at people is even say all this shit for one thing i'm gonna say it fails right but i don't think it's even possible for it to fail at this point because just the knowledge that you've acquired to get to this point isn't a waste at all so you can't ever look at this as like if you don't reach that vision, it's not going to be that it's that you were unsuccessful, right? Because all the shit that you guys learn, you're going to be able to apply that to something else. You guys will maybe even come up with something, some other shit. I'm not saying this is not going to work. It's just if I could just you know emphasize that fact to people that are listening to this or watching this shit is that you're never wasting your time when you do some shit like that. Do you guys feel like like at no. some point did you ever look like oh man we just wasted our fucking time doing that or no? I mean. It's definitely it's a passion. So I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. Is if we were selling 
fucking paper out of that van and be like, <laughs> this is stupid. What are we Some doing? Some people are passionate about paper. Yeah, right? yeah right. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's crap beer. That's what we love. So. Yeah, but beer, yeah, that's a little bit better than paper. You're right, man. Ish, ish. Uh, no, and, and I, I think it's a great point, man, because what we because it was all born of it was all born of you know just this is random like it was it was it was a cataclysmic set of circumstances where we ended up where we are um and and then as we it, like Josh said Josh and Corey it snowballed it just became this thing this monster that we're like we can't ignore this if we ignore it you know we'd be foolish and we and we've kind of we've parlayed all of that stuff i mean and and even to the point of you know, like random emails to people going, hey, would you ever in a million years consider checking this thing out and helping us out? And it's kind of directed our our last, you know, four or five months um, on the oh, trail. The breweries, but yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, the, the breweries. Like, absolutely. So, so when, when, when we first, we're probably a month out from buying it, right? We had to get some work done on it, stuff like that. And then I think Adam reached out to all the breweries, uh, went online, found email addresses, stuff like that, reached out to, hey, we've got this van. We want to do some work with you guys. Maybe you can rent it, see how we can partner up. And it was crickets. I mean, it was nothing, except for stockyards. Yeah. So, so we got in early with stockyards, but even then we didn't do a lot with them until, what, June, really? Yeah. And I think they just – I think all the, all the breweries were just kind of like it, – it's, it's an it's idea. New, it's an idea, it's and you're idea. like, well, what, you know, what's in it for us? Like, why – but now the vision has kind of taken hold and they've started to see that we're, you know, like I explained earlier, we're, we're here to not be loyal to just one particular brewery or one, you know, just it's, it's to bring different breweries to different locations that they otherwise wouldn't be. And I think they're starting to realize that is that we're getting places that they may not be able to get to. And yeah. it's surprising how many people in this metro area have never heard of microbreweries have been around for years. I have no idea. No. Like we had, oh, yeah. we had Crane yeah. on the last couple months, and people were like, "Where's this from?" Like Raytown. Yeah, and nobody's like, really? nobody's going to go buy you know a quarter barrel of Crane to take to their backyard party. I mean, but we want to be able to take Crane so that you can you know four or five people there may may right. enjoy a Crane beer. That's well, and, but, but, four or five but it goes, people may enjoy you know whatever the other beer. Right, is. and and with the there's a there's a and you know this, but the craft beer scene is burgeoning right now. It's getting ready to just explode in Kansas City. But what happens is they, what do they do? They keg their beer. Who else can serve keg beer? You can't get that at the liquor store. You, they don't can right away. I mean, this shit's expensive. So guess what? That's where we jump in and we say, hey, man, we're going to come in. We're going to help you out. We want to really become almost like an advertising arm for these, for these local breweries because where do they get their money? They get their money through foot traffic because they go to the tap room. Well, that traffic doesn't just happen itself social media sure they can do some things in marketing but what better way than to try their beer and to sample their beer so yeah um, so some of the cool i think the cool story i've heard in the last month is i I think either greg or mike or somebody told you like they had somebody come into stockyards in the tap room and be like we heard about you guys from the beer van at at the crossroads that's like we're doing our job like we're making we're selling the guy beer making money we're also promoting local craft breweries so does like uh, just a, a private citizen like they can? You guys still have that arm of your business going, like where people could still rent the van, or are you guys just strictly doing oh, yeah. events? Yeah, yeah, we we still do rentals, um, and we do rentals, we do weddings, we do a little bit of everything. I mean, birthday I, parties, birth, yeah, I mean, you name oh, yeah, it. That's awesome, and, man. And the the idea with because you the rental model didn't work because what we found were people, you know, we had 
eight taps or I don't even know how many we had when we were really doing that part. Um, and people were like, I only need like one keg. I only need two kegs. And we're like, well, this is stupid. We have, you know, all these taps and people because that's all the beer they need. So that's when we realized how important it is to have a variety of beer and to be able to just say, we're going to come out and we're going to just charge you by the number of pours or whatever, however we, however oh, we do it. That is, yeah. So you is, open up. So is that the. Yeah. So if you have a party with 50 people, uh, it, our pricing models vary a little bit, but that's probably for like weddings and things like that. That's the most common way that we do it is we say, it doesn't matter what they drink. Here's the price per drink. You know, here, here's what you're like with that many people. That's, this is what we're going to charge for that. Okay. Cool, man. And so, uh, what are some of the, can you guys talk about some of the, the breweries that you do have partnerships or people that you, like you've been heavy in promotion with or we don't, you guys I mean, are working with? We lately? don't have any exclusivities. Um, we have breweries that have helped us from, you know, when we first got going. So we, we enjoy working with those guys and they have great beers too. There's a, there's a couple breweries like that, that we, that we really enjoy working with and that, that we think they're doing really good things here in Kansas City, but we keep expanding that list too. I mean, that, that's the nice yeah. thing too. The more traction we gain, the sure. more breweries that are starting to say, okay, so you guys aren't just a bunch of idiots driving a van around with taps on the side. Like, well, you know, we are so still we, a bunch of idiots driving a van around with taps. Idiots, right? yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we're he, selling he beer, dude. He doesn't want to name drop, but I'll, I mean, I'll name drop. Uh, so so we've, we struck that relationship early on. We forged a very good relationship with Stockyards, um, which, you know. Yeah, both uh, you guys. You Greg get the Stockyards. Yeah, yeah. I've got the West Bottoms IPA. I love that shit, <laughs> Which man. I love those guys. Yes, and, awesome. and, and so, you know, uh, Greg and Micah and, I mean, Brian, Michael, all those guys, yeah, they, they seriously, they, they epitomize what we want to represent eventually like and, and kind of bring to the masses. But in turn, by, by repping their brands over and over and over again at – you know, maybe we're at play at the park because I mean, well, let's talk about some of the big events we do. We play play yeah. at the park. We did car. Sh- we did the the wet, the Wild West car show. We did all kinds of stuff. Grilled we do the festival. yeah grilled cheese festival. We do first Fridays. We always have their beer on, and by virtue of that, they're like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" We became and and, and you know we are and, and I'll, I'll put a flag and I'll I'll put a pen on this. We are. The North at, at one point, I mean, yeah, at one I, point, I know I don't know summer, we are at one point we were NKC Bev's top draft account. I don't know how long that lasted, but we had, we had a, at least a month or two stretch yep. where we were, and we sold more beer. We kegs, sold more of NKC's beer kegs. on draft than anybody else in Kansas City. We would take an order on Friday, and they'd be like, "This is a massive order. This is a big." And then Saturday, we'd turn around and say, "We, we need, need more. more. Meet us in the warehouse." Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And so in turn, in turn, that. what happened was so Greg and Micah. I mean, I, actually, I got a text from uh, Greg today. He said, "Hey." We've got an event on ten twenty. We can't. We can't do it. Can you guys? You, are you interested? And so then we turn to Josh and say, "Can we turn permitting around?" <laughs> and Josh has to be. And then Josh gets angry <laughs> and yells at us. But aside from that, damn it, how many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> 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 right. Cinder Block was one of the first breweries on as well up here in North Kansas City. Um, Double Shift was on last fall with yep. some stuff with KC Crew. Uh, we've had. We do Double Shift. Quite a bit, yeah, yeah. Qu- quite a bit with Double Shift. We all, we'll almost always have Cinderblock on, always have Stockyards on. If they're in distribution in Kansas City, we've had them on the van. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brewery Imperial, Biscuit. Yeah, there- we, we sold a lot of that lately. Um, Crane, Crane's been on. We're yeah, doing, Torn uh, Label, we did. Uh, Torn Label's going to be down with us on first Friday. Uh, we've, we've had them on this week. before, and we had Casey, uh, Casey Beer. Casey Beer, we did, uh, we did a... a we did Martin City. I mean, we yeah, seriously. If pretty much in, everything. Like Josh said, if they're in we distribution. We don't play favorites. I mean, yeah, no. We like all. it all, so we yeah. want everybody to be successful. We like to drink. Yeah, so, and so what are um, some of you guys' uh, favorite beers right now? Do you guys uh, uh, gravitate certain styles? Uh, or? I, 
It depends on the season, right? I've been, yeah, it depends on the season. I'm always a little more hoppy, but I've really, any New England IPA I've really kind of enjoyed here lately. Yeah, right? Yeah. I feel like it's kind of a fad right now, so I think everybody's kind of coming out with one, but I was actually just up in the Get it while you can. Yeah. Well, right, yeah. Two years from when we were in. It'll be, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I've really enjoyed just kind of the hazy IPAs. I convinced myself for years I didn't like sours. I'm starting to go down the rabbit hole of sours the last few weeks. So um, yeah, we had we had some crane on a couple weeks ago, and, and now, now I'm going hog wild. All <laughs> of a sudden. So I've been drinking a lot of that uh, the last few weeks. But I mean, I went on a, a big run for a decade of drinking IPAs, and then I started <laughs> started kind of getting away from that and doing stouts. I love seasonals. I mean, I love the Oktoberfest has been out. I mean, for KC Beer Company and Stockyard's been phenomenal yeah drink a ton free of state oktoberfest is good too. yeah it really is i, I think yeah, free, I, free state's got a fantastic october i was Fest. close to crying actual tears when i found out that Tallgrass was going out of business because 8-bit <laughs> is no. one of it's, my it's favorite actually, he, like he, probably no my joke. most favorite beer ever so yeah um I well you it. can still get it manhattan yeah. you just got to go there right <laughs> so. yeah because um, they still have their tap room yeah, yeah. They're, they're apparently they that's that's what we hear. And their old rep, Grant Wayner, shout out to Grant Wayner, and I'm actually wearing the City Barrel hat. He was their rep for a long time and, yeah. you know, was always on the podcast I talking about Tallgrass. Oh, yeah, City it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And they're going to, and oddly enough, they'll be doing New England IPAs and Sours will be their specialty. Beautiful. So <laughs> those will be Perfect. the two things right. that, that they do. They're doing really well right now, and they'll probably be doing really well once they open as well. So you got to get... Grant, you got to get your shit on their truck, on their yeah, van. Please do. Let's go. Let's go. Get in distribution. <laughs> um, you know, and, and as for me, like I and I always go to the old stalwarts. I, I love OG Pale from uh, from Stockyards. I absolutely just that. And then I love Marzen's right now because it's that time of year. Um, so Stocktoberfest, Fest beer. Um, it, but I I, I want to I, I do what I can to stay local, which gets a little bit difficult. Um, sometimes when you go to the liquor store, and you're like, oh well, shit, I can't get that. So uh, yeah, so that's where I stick. There's a ton, and we don't just do local. I mean, we, we've had a lot of regional beers on Coop. Fair. Um, yep, we've fair. had Coop on quite a bit. Um, who else? Yeah, Coop does? makes some really great they, shit. They do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Defiance out of Hayes. Defiance. Defiance. That went. Yeah, that yeah, went yeah. quick. <laughs> we, we we this is no joke. We so we bought uh, seven. We bought seven or eight six barrels on a first Friday uh, of their Golden Giant, which is their New England IPA. The first thing that. And we start selling at five. I think by seven thirty, we were gone. I mean, you're talking, you're talking two hundred eighty beers, man. That's how much beer we were ripping <laughs> Damn, through that night. Awesome. And we just, it was one after the other after the other. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it, and that goes back to the the whole idea behind. Well, because people go to first Friday, they want to hang out, they want to have a beer, they're they're with their friends. Well, I want a Blue Moon, or I want a what? Fill in the blank. Well, we don't have that. What do you like? Right. And so that's where we kind of lend our services and say, well, we don't have that, but we check even, this out. Uh, we even, last event we were at, the, the most popular thing, what do, you, what do you usually drink? And we got a couple of, I drink Bud Ice. So yeah, we, we, we don't, we don't have any comparable here. Cerveza Royale by Stockyards, People and they came back and bought more. So, I mean, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Like, you find something that you like, and, and we can find something. And that Cerveza Royale is some badass oh, shit. no, man. dude. That's, that's awesome. Get down, Micah. That, that's Get down, Grant. Our top, our top seller yep. is not a beer. It's 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 uh, sangria sangria from Cider Boys in Wisconsin, which I, I didn't think we would sell it. 
I remember being like angry when we were loading up in the van. Like, why do we have? This? Why are we doing this? <laughs> and, and then it sells out. And then it's, we sold more of that than anything this and year. It's so sticky and red. It's, it's gross. Like, it's, it's all over it's gross. Like, damn it, we sell but, it. So we <laughs> you're like you're selling on. snow yeah. cones or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Our number two on the year is cerveza. We sell a ton of that beer, um, and it is good. I mean, it really is. Oh, and, and Cinderblock and, French cider. We sell. Oh, a lot yeah, of that. That's of that one of our too. top sellers. Love that plug, Josh. Which, nice work. Which I don't think we mentioned Cinderblock. Josh, there was, was a total I did, I did. nice plug. Corey did. I did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> so we can probably hear us from around the street. I, I, I'm trying not to leave back. anybody out here. <laughs> I know. He feels bad. So are you guys aware of all the events that were going on in Kansas City? Or you guys have a bigger awareness of actual, you know, and shit has just been blowing up in Kansas City. This is a, a great time well, that, for what that, you guys are doing. That, that's a fair question. So, and the answer is no. Um, We're learning. Because between the four of us, Adam has zero kids, but we have 12. Uh, Corey, <laughs> Josh, make and up I. For it. Not each. I, not, not, not each. each. <laughs> not each. Total. Total. Uh, so, so uh, Corey, Corey has four. Josh has three boys, and then uh, I have five, and then my wife's expecting any day. So if I have to run out of here all of a sudden, that's why. But (laughs) so all of that stuff, we don't get out and do these things. So we don't, and other than Adam going, Snapchatting us before this all started, going, hey man, this is really cool. I'm here, check out this drum line. I'm at this event. Yeah, I know. Look at this shit. Yeah, I know. And so other than that, I mean, we really had no idea. We didn't have our finger on the pulse of that. So that's what, yeah, I mean, having, we're trying to get a, a better pulse on that, but it's, there are new events popping up, and I, I think that's the one big thing that we've we've taken away from this summer is we've gotten busier. The the number one problem that we have are people that we either find it, find out last minute or we find it and it's too close to the wire. And we have there are hoops that we have to jump through. We've they're, we've they're missed just, some really good opportunities yeah. because we learned that we were asked a week ahead of time to do it, and it's like it's not enough time to submit to the state, submit to the city, get everything we need. Yeah. Uh, which we're, we're penciling those in for next year as an opportunity to, to go do it. So hopefully we'll pick those yeah. up. I mean, even even stuff down to, you know, uh, like 10Ks and marathons, things like that, like that stuff that's just kind of popped up last minute. So if anybody is has has an event or anything like that, I mean, the biggest thing that we tell them is just earlier the better. Time. Like, I mean, that's give – I mean, Give us a month if you can. Because it's hard to turn around a lot of things. I mean, staffing and all – I mean, it's, it's, it's not permitting, permitting, yeah, permitting, permitting, yeah. permitting. Yeah, it's all in Josh. So, but, but yeah, staffing and <laughs> everything, ordering, all that shit. And uh, so what's the easiest way for guys to get a hold of you guys to either do an event or... Here's Adam's personal cell phone number. <laughs> Go ahead. Give it to everyone. <laughs> Let's start texting him right now. So, <laughs> social media, website, touringtaps.com. Touringtaps.com. Well, and I think and we touched on this a little bit, and you, I think you asked the question. What's really, what's really nice about the four of us is that we honestly, you know, you said, oh, define your roles. Well, other than, you know, Josh, is, he, he really has kind of fallen into the permitting role. We kind of, and Adam, you know, operations, everybody wears the same hat when it comes to uh, interacting or to business development and doing and being out there in front of the brand and being being kind of the face of what we do. Um, so I think so, what Matt's saying is if you hit us up anywhere, social media, email or anything, any one of the four of us will respond to you and and we'll deliver the same message. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you Facebook at Touring Taps, Twitter. At and what, what's Taps. the message? What's the uh, hey? Uh, I have this event. I, I it'd be cool if I could get you guys to come down. What would you guys tell that person? Give us more info. How, <laughs> That's how, the wait, number one. Thing is, how how what's what's some of the info they from. need? So, what kind of info do you guys need? To Date. get some well, going. first of all, are you in Kansas or Missouri? Yeah. That's a big. That's a big. That's, that's a, a number that's, one. Right? That's a number one because we are. We are a licensed. Big and yeah, did and, we and talk about that? We did talk about. We that. talked a little bit about it. We are licensed in Missouri only. 
Um, but so we can go to Kansas for for private parties, and private yeah, events, right? And yeah. for a rental model. So so if you, you if you're in Kansas, don't just rule us out. We can we can we can figure out something that works for everybody. Um, but we need to know how many people are going to be there. What day is the event? Uh, what how, kind of beers do you need? Um, what else? Uh, well, I mean, it, there's there's a bunch of it depends just on where general, it is. General general event information, right? General event yeah. information, but there's They're also a bunch different. of stuff that goes into the permitting process. Which, and if we're in Kansas City, is different than if it's in. I mean, shit, dude, we did. Uh, Adam, where was the where's the rodeo in Pinedale. the Ch- Chuck Wagon uh, races? Rodeos, Chuck Wagon, Pinedale, Pinedale Farms, was, Lone Elm, Lone Elm. That's where it was. Yeah, it was like, the, no, Pleasant Hill. What? I think. Pleasant Hill. Uh, so, Forgive me. It's way outside. <laughs> I did all the permitting. So all right. Josh knows. But I mean, Josh but every county is different. Every city is different. So our city requirements are different than our county. Um, so they call this and they're like, hey, we have this thing. And, and I can't even do it justice. I, I, I'll defer to you guys with what the event actually was. But I mean, uh, and we, just, just to uh, kind of expand on that a little bit, we'll go anywhere. We're going to Lexington, Missouri this weekend. Um, We've driven it down. Which is basically St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've driven it down to southeast Kansas before. Um, right. So and who's I mean, typically the one that goes and does that? Or is it all of you guys? Or You're, you're looking at them. Yeah. Um, we, have, we do have staff, um, but we, we also, all, all four of us have taken a vow of non- uh, Not having a social non, life. Non-salary, <laughs> non-social life. So, so everything, and, and that's a fair point, too. We are... Everything we are making right now is we're pouring it right back into touring taps because we believe in it that much. Um, every every night, every weekend, everything that we do, one of us is at an event or one of us is spearheading the event or we're all there. Just depends um, on what we've got going on. Yeah, first Fridays, it's all hands on deck. Yep, we're all, da- we're all down the crossroads. We'll have two or three different locations set up where we're pouring. And when you guys were, uh, decided to go into this, did you guys have that expectation? No. no. No, no, we didn't. no. There, there was no, no expectation. No, love you, love you guys. We bought love a van. <laughs> yeah, Adam said our wives didn't either. Which thank you. Yeah, no, thank yeah. you. You're, you're also you, they put up with more I've, than than they. This was my first beer. I promise. Do, so. <laughs> what do what do your wives think about all this? Well, it's just it, what's what day is it? It depends. <laughs> it depends. We don't have is kids, it, though. They, I mean, they all have kids, and their their wives. I mean, they're they're the ones that are staying at home, and it's late, and we're getting home. I mean, we're getting home from first Fridays at one o'clock in the morning. And they've been with the kids on. So, what my wife thinks and what their wife thinks are probably different depending on what they've had to put up with it. Because my right. wife loves it. My wife gets to come to the events and gets to help serve beer, and she. She absolutely loves it. Yeah, and it's, but, and it's sexier than a sports medicine clinic. So she, she <laughs> right, exactly. So well, and let's be fair too. And, and I don't want to give the wrong impression because first Friday's a hell of a lot of work. But first Friday doesn't start on Friday, right? First Friday for us started last Wednesday because we're we're planning and we're making sure that we have the beers that we need. We're making sure that we have the people we need. We're making sure that we have. I mean, even down to like tills and all that stuff. We have to make sure all that stuff's in place. And early on, it was one, two, three in the morning. Two three nights up to the event, and now we've we've streamlined a little bit, and it's gotten easier. But it's not just that night. Oh, I bet you people love having you guys there too, right? They're like, "Fuck yeah, you yeah. saved first Fridays, but man." One more, one more thing on the wives; they do, they all are supportive. Generally, I mean, most of the time, we have you know no issues. I mean, there's always going to be little things where they wish we were home. Yeah, they, they do a lot of but, heavy lifting at home but, with but, kids. But they they they've gener- generally been supportive. So yeah, a couple of beers off, of, off on draft usually help. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking yeah. of late nights, I, I reached out to you. We were busy switching out 
taps and stuff that one night before yeah. a big event, and I texted you. I was like, "Come on over, man! Like, yeah, come over, I, grab I, a I, beer." But you're out of town. Yeah, and that, and uh, and you I never got an invite. Away. See, you can't turn down that invite because then you never get invited <laughs> no, again. No. <laughs> it's like fuck you, man. Yeah, no, you, no, and Adam, <laughs> you and Adam no are next door neighbors, and you don't even drink beer off the van. <laughs> I know. I've, I've never. You should well, just I'm come over to and drink open beer it up. off of the van uh, for sure. One hundred percent. Damn it, I lost my train of thought when you said that. Okay, that's what we do, man. (laughs) I see see a full bottle of Buffalo Trace in front of us. That's what I see. I've been uh, slowly chipping away at that. that How do you slowly chip away at Buffalo Trace? Oh, great great point. We can actually pour uh, hard liquor off the van, too. Truth be told, we did a private party this weekend. This is no joke. We We actually made a vodka soda. Put it in a corny keg, keg, pushed it through. Pushed it through a CO2, and we dropped it right out of tap number one on on the Ambassador, the new van. No, I I love the idea, man. And you guys got my wheels turning on how uh, I could utilize your guys' services. I I think it's it's a great, you know, uh, thing. You know, that's why I was asking some of the questions I was asking. I'm like, wife's birthday party's coming up, my (laughs) shit, you know? Because, you know, it is a – I'll have, like, one – keg on draft you know and it's a pain in the ass to get that one there you know there's an opportunity to have like even just one or two even you know god forbid and that's three. the thing with us we have one van has eight taps yeah one has 12 that's they're amazing. always full so even if you only think you'll drink one or two we'll basically quote you the same price wow for, you know see you that's think, incredible i had well, no idea yeah, yeah. another thing we haven't really done any of it yet but we'd love to do in the future is we talk about all the breweries that are opening up that aren't in distribution at this point that are still going to, to, to microfests and stuff like that that need need a way to get, you know, instead of lugging kegs around, we can put, you know, several of them on one van, bring it, you know, bring it to the masses and for tastings and stuff like that, or samples at, at big events where you're trying yeah. to get your name out, drive people to your tap room. That's a great idea, man. Yeah, just have like a like a, a brewery tasting, you know, of, the, of their, like, you know, like a, a promotion. Well, and I mean, there's there's a bunch of stuff that we've talked about. It, seriously, there, there are... Yeah. A thousand ways we could go with it, and it's not that we. It's it's figuring out what that with it being uh, a, a complete side hustle for the for the four of us. Which direction should we go, right? Because yeah. we're pouring again. We're pouring blood, sweat, and tears into this. Does it mean that we're going to go? And and it, it means that we have bills to pay, right? As a because we, we are a company, we have we have our our fixed expenses we have to pay. Um, but what what does that mean for over the winter? Because we're outdoor. Yeah. Well, that means that you don't need to stop calling us. We're just going to figure out different ways to be out in the community and to, and to really spread uh, the, spread the word for the local for yeah. the local yeah, breweries. Have, I mean, we have a roll away uh, again. Something else that and I just got plans offline, so nothing nothing too crazy that no one's ever thought of before. But just a keyser that I wrapped really nicely in wood. I put three towers on the top of it. Um, I helped, and well, everybody helped. I mean, yeah. Don't take all the credit. I, I, I'm I not helped. taking all the credit. It's, it's really, it's really heavy. Corey did I fucking yeah. masterminded yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. No, no. Let's be fair. Let's no, be fair. Adam, Adam, Adam masterminded it. We were just, just peon labor. And these, I mean, well, it's really, yeah. They come over. They come over when the kids go down and they they want to drink beer, and I'm like, I want to get this shit done so I can go to sleep. Right. I know. Come over and help me. You know, stain this. Uh, we drink, no. we drink over shoulder and critique him. <laughs> So it's a roll away, and we can put – that one has three products, and actually this winter I'll, I'm going to be making a bigger one with more products and things like that. So, you know, we, we can come indoors. We can do – you know, places that the van can't be. We, we've had people approach us about um, weddings and conference centers at the van. Literally, they said you can pull the van right in. So not all out, uh, indoor events are out of the question for the van either. I love it, man. And so uh, um, are you guys having a good time doing this? Uh, yeah. 
Usually. <laughs> yeah. It depends. Again, <laughs> no, what, day, what day is it? It's like, fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> no we're having a blast, the pay, man. The payoff is going to the events. Like, we have, we have so much fun, and, it, and it's re-energizing yeah. to hear people that are excited about it. Because it's just like with anything. I mean, no starting – no business – is easy and it's always it's always going to have its hiccups and it's always going to be hard i mean it, it wouldn't be worth it if it wasn't hard right um so but going to events and talking to people that really really enjoy it and they like the idea that that re-energizes us every single event to to keep working hard and to figure out figure out ways to overcome some of the crap because people nobody's really done this before so there are a lot of hurdles for and sure. it's gotten better i mean it's gotten better it was there's there's been times where we had a lot to learn. Don't be shy. Don't it, be it, shy. It, but it, it, we were so – I think there were times we were so damn busy we didn't have time to step back and figure out how to get better at stuff. Yeah. Um, actually, I remember it was, what, August we had like a two-week stretch where we didn't have a lot going on, and we actually got a lot of shit accomplished. Yeah. Um, and Well, and that's – because understand, man, like we're doing shit that – I mean, the big, the biggest thing for us has been, yeah, the, the, the permitting and, the, and getting our license was hard. But on the operation side, it's been, how do we keep this shit cold? <laughs> right? It's mobile. Think about that. Like, we're on wheels. We don't have a giant refrigeration system with six-inch, you know, refrigeration foam and all this stuff. How do we keep this shit cold? Nah, it's impressive the, right? the way you guys have these vans uh, set up. And, you know, definitely we could get more into that. Like, we, we should do this again, obviously. But, yeah, I love the, the, the fucking van. is awesome, man. We'll you do know, it in the back cool of the van. Yeah. Nice we cool. should. We'll That's actually, yeah. you know, I, I think Ferris did a podcast in, in, a, in a hot bike, in a sauna or some shit, right? Let, let's do that in the back of the in Or the maybe the we could just promote the podcast right, and then you guys could even uh, do, Bro, we do could an event. On, like on, on the road yeah, where we drive around and do the podcast. You could actually sell some shit, but go ahead. You were going to say something, man? Or I thought no. you were. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? And, uh, you know, I and I, we, you know, it's crazy. Uh, we're already uh, almost an hour in, man. It it, it just blows by, right? And, yeah. But what I I just wanted to get um, just open it up for any kind of final thoughts that you guys might have. Any anything that you wanted to say uh, to, to close us out. And and by the way, man, I I've had a great fucking time chilling with you, you guys, guys, man. Cheers. You guys are, Cheers, are all cool, except for this guy. I don't like that guy. That I'm not just kidding. You guys are all awesome, man. I was just fucking around. Uh, but, yeah, final thoughts, uh, anything you want to say, you want to plug anything, say anything, whatever. Whatever comes to mind, man. Uh, well, I don't know. We, we You mentioned earlier of, like, reflecting back on, like, where you started. And we, like I said, there, we could give you stories for days. We'd go way over your time limit. But there are. There's so many things that we've done to get to where we are and still so much more that we have to do to get to where we want to go, um, even close to where we want to go. But I think the, the biggest thing that has helped us is people that have reached out to us um, and people that are willing to just, just with anything give, give you a chance to just listen and to say, you know, how can we work together? And that's we, we never turn anybody down. We had a guy that approached us about uh, wanting to pour coffee off the van. I mean, and doing like a nitro coffee, and we we will literally listen to anything because we're that that's how our idea started too. I mean, and so the breweries that have helped us out, the distributors that have helped us out, and we've had, yeah. we've had so many people, bar owners. There's a ton of bar owners yeah. that you know that that Corey and and Matt have that know that have helped us out. I mean, that we've gotten knowledge and you know leads on events, and and that type of stuff doesn't doesn't happen unless people are are willing to work with us. So that that's the biggest thing that I that I've appreciated, and 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 again drives me to, to keep doing this because people believe in us and they believe in the ideas so much that they're willing to 
push us forward too. Yeah, it, it's been Fuck yeah. It, it's been uh, it's been great. I, I, I think the the distributors have been awesome, um, helping us um, helping us get ideas for the van, sifting through what beers to put on, uh, opening doors, uh, relationships with, with breweries and who to talk to. But uh, like I said, Adam said, Matt and I've got friends, uh, several friends in the restaurant industry that have been great sounding boards, uh, coaches, Maloney's, Talk of the Town, uh, District, District Poorhouse, Dan McCall over there. Uh, so we, we've, you know, everyone's been nothing but helpful. So I, I think we're all very grateful that, that everyone's taking the time to tell us what we're doing right and tell us when we're being idiots and try to give us some pointers. Josh? Like I said, I'm a talker, so I don't have much. But um, <laughs> I, yeah, Shocking. like the cool thing you I said th- a lot of good shit today. The, man. the cool thing, I, the cool thing I think about this year is we haven't really we we've done we've had a pretty good year, and a lot of it's without hustling for business. We go to an event, and then we get a referral or two, or it's because of our partnerships with different breweries. Very or, limited marketing. Or, we've yeah. done no, nothing. No marketing, really. Yeah, nothing to, really to go out and. And get new events, and we're we're staying busy. So, um, I mean, just look for look for us more in the future, more places, and and we're just trying to grow and and bring more craft beer to to Kansas City because that's ultimately our passion is craft beer. So, yeah, I think, and I think, and that's what, what's that. Josh wants more time on permitting, so if you have an event, <laughs> right. let him know. Make sure you actually will over permit for Josh. Um, and I think to piggyback off of that, it's just, it's more about. Uh, for us, we we really like the 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 whole idea behind getting us out there and getting to these different events that that we're trying to get to. Guys, follow us on social media. Come find us if it's an event that you can come to. Bring your family. Bring your kids. We wouldn't do it otherwise. Because yeah, come seriously, see us at Chiefs yeah, games. seriously, come see us at we're, Chiefs we're games. We do Chiefs games, Royals games, all this kinds of stuff. We'll do all kinds of stuff. But we really, really are chasing that passion and trying to drive that traffic for these local, these local guys. We look at ourselves as, you know, 70, 80% tavern and 20, 30% marketing arm or advertising agency for these local breweries. So we, you know, I mean, on the books, they don't know it, (laughs) but that's, but but that's it. So, 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 you know, like just, just to touch on some of the stuff that we did and we do, you know, we talked about grilled cheese fest, all this stuff. All that stuff is, is we've been told we're coming back. We're coming back. We're doing it again next year. So if we can just keep that momentum going and we can just parlay that into bigger and better events and really t- trying to help everybody else uh, in the community and, and enjoy what, what we do and what we can bring to you, then, then that's all we want to do, really. Touring taps, man. Use these guys. Kansas City, man. I love it. Get out and do some shit. If you have an idea, pursue it. And these guys are living proof, man. They're doing some really cool shit. Hey, man, it's been a pleasure, guys. Cheers. Thanks, Ruben. And we just turned into a pumpkin. We are out.